Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. And you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. 53106 is our text number that will cost you 30 cent. You can follow us on Twitter or send us an email to afternoon at newstalk.com. Barbara Scully and Declan Buckley join us once again for So You Think You're an Adult as ever if you have a question for them. Afternoon at newstalk.com is the place to send it in to do good afternoon to you both. Good afternoon. Send us in your problems. Yeah, send us in your problems. Right, here's a... This is a problem? Anyway, my boyfriend is a crier. No two ways about it. My friend thinks this is amazing and wonderful that he's so in touch with himself and so sensitive. He's a personal trainer for work and has abs that could shred parmesan. But inside, you should try that. But inside, (laughs) he's a marshmallow. He cried when he watched Marley and Me. He cries at weddings. He cries when his mum is returning to the UK. He cries when we go to see exhibitions in the National Gallery. I don't tend to say anything when it happens, but it's got to the point where I'm worried he's going to turn on the tap every time we leave the house to do something. I hate to admit this, but I like a manly man. Should I be firmer with him or pull him up on it? First of all, can I just say, everybody cries at Marley and me. Everybody. So that's like, you know. That sounds like a challenge. Yeah. yeah. No, everybody I cries cry. at Marley. Yeah. I mean, no, I laughed at Mikey. Cry no. any time that anybody <laughs> makes me watch anything with Owen Wilson in it. But yeah. there you go. Oh, so, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was really the dog. But anyway. Mm. Um, Her name is and- Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Oh, oh, boom. Okay, we'd like to separate ourselves from this randomly sexist comment. That's terrible. Absolutely terrible. I I would like to distance myself from that remark by my colleague, Mr. Buckley. I apologize. Um, Anyway, okay, so crying at Marley and me, that doesn't count. Uh, Crying when his mother returns to the UK, I think that's great. Uh, He loves his mom. Clearly, Mr. Crying at exhibitions in the National Gallery does sound a bit excessive but then again I'm a Philistine so you know art is meant to move us and maybe it Mm. moved him the problem here and I'm sure my colleague the aforementioned Mr Buckley will expand on this um, far better than I could him being so woke and well read but the problem here is this is so gendered and I'm assuming that the letter writer is a woman and she is referring to her male uh, her boyfriend obviously Mm. Um, because you know I mean expect Saying a stupid thing like I, I what what did she say? I like, I, I a, like manly a manly man. man, and therefore a manly man doesn't cry or doesn't show any emotions and has abs that can shred parmesan and doesn't speak much and grunts. I mean, you know, Declan, you can tell us all about toxic ma- masculinity and how it I like starts to hear right I'm there. It starts right sure. there. So as Sean said in the beginning, like really, lady, wise up. You really don't have a problem. You have a sensitive man who sends a lovely guy. Aside from the National Gallery, which I still would say, I, I don't think he's in danger of bursting into tears, as she said, every time she leaves the house. Um, the problem here is this woman's old fashioned gender stereotypical attitude. That's the problem. And yeah. the problem isn't the fact that her boyfriend cries easily, which I think is not a problem at all. Yeah, I, I, I thought the subtext that really what she was saying was this, like, you know, he has this amazing body, but she just, you know, the tears maybe is, you know. Not doing it for her. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd say she probably yeah. thought, saw yeah. your man and thought, oh, yeah, he's a personal trainer. He's got these big abs. You know, here's my manly man. And it turns out he's got, you know, he's got another side to him that she is rejecting because presumably it's too girly. I mean, that's the that's the subtext here. And that's the thing I have a problem with. Off you go, Dave. Yeah, I mean, obviously there is a kind of an aspect about gender that people have a gendered uh, perspective in their in their yeah. attractions and you know you fancy who you fancy and that's all kind of fine but once it starts to create um, like a, a box 
in which somebody has to go and they, they can only act within those you parameters, know, parameters yeah. and not display any characteristics that don't belong into that, then you end up in a really weird prescriptive type of um, it's like a, a wish list like a shopping basket of att- of attributes that a person must have in order for them to be acceptable to you to be given a label of whatever if it's a man or a boyfriend or whatever I think in this instance this this like we, we all kind of snickered when we read this letter because it just obviously is slightly it's ridiculous I thought she was talking about a town crier when I started reading this. Here, 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 here. <laughs> he's a crier, um, but he's a crier, and okay, fine. Sometimes when people are, um, you know, if you when when it comes to human emotions, some people are very uh, caged with their their emotions and they don't let anything, and that's what we'd normally kind of attribute as a masculine kind of a you know yeah. doesn't say much. Uh, you said grunts and kind yeah. of doesn't even engage with mm. the kind of that side of it, and then you have the other aspect which maybe would be considered to be a more feminine quality, which is where you know talker, expresser. I want to know how you're emotes. feeling because I feel this yeah. and you tell me how you're feeling. You know, if you're not on the same level, if you're not both wanting to broadcast and receive on that particular emotional frequency, the other type of thing can be frustrating. If you, do you know what I'm saying there? Mm. If, if, if you're the kind of person who wants the other person to be a manly man I'm using yes. my quote fingers here in other words I don't want to hear about your emotions I want to be able to talk about me and you know you'll just sit there and grunt and you know that's the dynamic I'm expecting or vice versa I want you to tell me how you feel because you know if you don't have the other person res- responding yeah, in the way that yeah, you want no, I get what you've, you got, you've got a problem Yeah, uh-huh. that's, that's the, the internal dynamic of the relationship the outside issue is whether or not you're correct <laughs> to be expecting somebody just because they have certain kind of genitalia to have a certain kind of emotional language. Yeah. And that's what's going on here. She's, like Sean said, she's likes the packaging and the packaging isn't giving her her kind of stereotype thing. Tough. Yeah, and I mean, you know, if you, there, you know, yeah, but they, but they shouldn't be together. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, yeah, because she thinks she'd be with him because of his abs and because all her friends are going, "What's wrong with you? He's perfect," and yeah. she just doesn't fancy him, and that's yeah. and that's kind of, I mean. Loath as I am to say it, but I'm only talking about the internal dynamics of the relationship. Outside I don't that, know. I I, think now, hang on a minute. She's been I a bit... don't know. I mean, she didn't say that she doesn't fancy him. She. D- I think it's more no, that well, she's I'm, embarrassed. I'm, impl- I'm inferring from this that she but doesn't I think, fancy him. But yeah, I think, yeah, well, you, I don't know. I mean... When she says she wants a manly man, yeah, she thought, look at that. I the, know what the, that's going to be like. Parmesan, and it wasn't. The Parmesan shaving... He was crying and wanting to talk about it afterwards. <laughs> but and the Parmesan her. shaving abs would go a long way when you're coming talking about attractiveness. Um, I think it's more that she's kind of embarrassed that, you know, when he's out and about, she's afraid he's going to cry when he leaves the house. Like that somebody's going to see him crying. And therefore, mm, maybe. I think it's, I, I think it's yeah, that, that kind of... He's scared he's going to start and, crying when they're doing it. That's what she's scared of. <laughs> on, I don't oh. like this. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. Yeah. Let's the, spoon the for other a thing while. Is that if 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 you follow her logic of him, wanting him to be a manly man, then what does she want her as the woman want to be like a kind of wilting wallflower who doesn't you know kind of uh, take control and and doesn't you know sits back and lets him drive everything. But the, but the problem is that is that is in that. I don't form think she's of, that person though. No, she is. She's being selfish. She's going. I want the emotional conversation and all of that stuff to be my in my domain. I don't want him to express any of his stuff behind your glass wall with that. I don't want that in the picture because I want it to be all about I me. I don't know if that, you see, I don't know if that's actually the case. I think it's more that you're embarrassing me because you burst into tears everywhere and yeah. that doesn't go with the way you look. 
I don't think it's more but that it's I don't want because... to hear about your emotions, yada yada. But I do think then that she has said in the last line, should I be firmer with him or pull him up on it? Like she sounds like because she a very feisty right. woman. She, she does. thinks she's right. She thinks that when she and he are walking through the world, that the world is judging him all the world in its entirety is judging him with her own perspective because she thinks her worldview is matched by everybody else. But her worldview on how she wants him to be as a man doesn't match how she is as a woman. Yeah. Do you know what you mean? Well, she might She's think the world is a... judging her for having a wussy yeah, boyfriend. Yeah, but everybody, everybody, everybody judges other people based on some kind of a, a of categorizations to which they think they themselves individually somehow override. You know, everybody thinks yeah. that they're unique and everybody else is, you know, can be labelled and put in a box. Yeah. That's just normal kind of human thinking. We all agree anyway, she doesn't, she, her problem is her, she not him. him. <laughs> she doesn't deserve him. She doesn't deserve him. Well, no, but it's just not her thing. Rather yeah. than let's be too judgy about her. No, I People mean, like different stuff. Yeah. yeah but I, it is kind of sad that a judgy. woman expects in this day and age that a man yeah. shouldn't cry. I mean, yeah. okay, as I said, the National Gallery worries me a little bit. But other than that, all the crying is quite acceptable. I don't really understand. Art can be beautiful and really moving. Yeah, yeah. I, I said, be, I'm a Philistine. Yeah. 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 Uh, few possible medical explanations. Oh. Uh, the crier may actually have a health issue with the focus on the abs. His chemical balance is all off, causing emotional overload. The manly man has the, d- uh, the dad bod. Personal trainer plus supplements equals possible hormone imbalance, uh, says a texter. Wow. Okay. And Laura says, I'm a former art history student. There's actually a book called Pictures and Tears, a history of people who have cried in front of paintings. There you go. I've so said, now, I, there you I did go. say I'm a Philistine when it comes to... Yeah, uh, uh, that crying guy might... ladies used to pass out when yeah. they went on their, <laughs> their grand tours. Uh, the uh, crying guy uh, might be stressed, exhausted or need therapy for something in particular, which is making him at the moment a crier. My husband cries sometimes, thank God, and he is a major manly man. Uh, Barbara, a major, major, major manly man. He's from the manly man army. Yeah. Uh, Here but, comes Barbara being annihilated. Yeah, Barbara on. says everyone cries at weddings. What? They don't. Fact. I didn't say everybody cries no, you at said weddings. Marley I said and me. Marley and me. Yeah. Not at weddings. Uh, let that man go. He'll cry. But you know that. But then he can be with someone who accepts him for who he is. This is true. Charlie says, I am also a crier, but in the weirdest possible way. That scene in Hotel Rwanda with all the dead bodies. I'm like, meh. But Rocky shouting, yo, Adrian, I'm a blubbering mess. <laughs> yeah, no that is what those references are. Uh, yes. Forget what this woman wants. That man deserves a woman who appreciates him. He needs to find someone else. And uh, can that man's abs shred that woman's shallow expectations of gender <laughs> roles? Ooh, yes. Men good. can chop wood while quoting mean girls. I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, regardless of gender, there's a difference between crying uh, with very close friends and family and making a public exhibition of oneself. Tell him leave the drama at home or move out. Uh, another texter says, ah, come on, he's a wuss. He would do my head in bawling all the time. Uh, if she doesn't want him, I'll take him. Sounds like a real man to me, uh, says another texter. Uh, Sean, will you tell that woman that masculinity is intoxicating, not toxic? <laughs> who wants a wimp who weeps? Uh, what sounds an alarm with me is that letter writer saying she should be firmer with him. Yeah. I'm not too sure what you mean by that, but yeah, or what you're implying by that. Anyway, uh, 
Yeah. You're doomed. That seems to be the general consensus. I bet she's there. thrilled she wrote in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she's probably she something to tell. Yeah. He's probably crying right now. Poor yeah. fella. Uh, right. Next question. I'm really looking forward to this one. Uh, uh, I'm really looking forward to what Declan has to say about yeah. this one. Oh, come on. Uh, I've my, that too. My partner, <laughs> my partner of five years recently decided to get down on one knee over a Chinese takeaway. He says it was spurred the moment he just felt like doing it. But to be honest, I'm actually appalled that when he chose to do the proposal, I'm embarrassed to tell anyone our engagement story and I find myself avoiding answering when people ask me about it. My friends all have stories of beaches and holidays and romance and I have the stench of chicken. I reluctantly accepted the proposal, but I'm half thinking of asking my partner to ask me to marry him again because I'm so disappointed with the way he did it. Should I do that? And how should I approach it? <laughs> Off you go, Declan. I, uh, let's catch yeah, along with okay. this before no, he no, says no, bridezilla. No, that's yeah. a safe word. Don't okay. use my safe word. Pizza. Outside. Maybe the next time. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fury and the rage. Um, look, we've had similar problems with this before. And I think you both know what I'm going to say. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of have a fair idea, I think. Yeah. But it's like, look, it really bothers me that people can bring these can be no, do you know what it is what really annoys me about this scenario is that the lack of communication between she and he that she cannot convey to him that she is the possessor of such archaic bridezilla type <laughs> worldviews. There we go, big yeah, yeah, Everybody's safe in the world now. <laughs> um, and he doesn't know it. So that's the bit that's really the problem here because again, like the last time we were talking about the guy who cries and the woman who doesn't want a man who sh- shows emotion. She wants a manly man. So this woman here, this, this um, soon to be wedded woman wants to be asked to marry her in a kind of old-fashioned way. Surprise me in a very romantic way and la la la. Okay, well, if that's what you want, you, you should have given him a hint. <laughs> that's the kind of vibe that you expect and that's part of your, you know, thing. And if it's not, if you're not, you're not going to get what you don't signal you want because that's how modern, uh, mature, consensual relationships should work. That they should be like this is the kind of thing I'm into and this is the kind of thing I'm not into and you're going to give me some of this and you're not going to give me some of that and that's the parameters and it's the blueprint for your life together into the future. So, look, I get it that you're, in inverted commas, embarrassed because your friends all have the Do instant you get moment. It? No, Well, no, I get it that she is of an ilk that she wants to sit down and talk to Louise and... Karen and Claude Claude won't be there because Claude is on a break yeah no she's waiting for her lip injections to go down exactly she can't be (laughs) you know her so the two others are kind of sitting there and going well my Martin asked me to marry and it was beautiful and we were on the beach and and Antibes and it's all blah 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 and it's all comparative and it's all this is it's all and again this is so gendered stereotyped do you know what I mean in that and this is part of the problem here with this silly woman is that she expects him to know all of this without, but without her actually telling him because exactly. you can't tell somebody how you want them to ask you to marry them because it has to be a surprise mm. and it has to yeah. be the man the asking the woman. Days, it would have been a lot more, you know, when De Beers were inventing, you know, engagement rings and all that kind of stuff, they, you know, every, the whole world was being instructed that this is what heteronormative engagements are like. The man does X, Y and Z, the woman does this. Yeah. We've moved on. That stuff is in the bin. But even when it was that, 
that stuff back in a million years ago when I got married, when it was all of that stuff, there wasn't the, this is this is the real Instagram kind of, you know, yeah, kind of generation. That's what it is. Actually, is that yeah. I want to put the photo up of me wearing the ring and, you know, Can't on the beach. It, guys. And, Look you know, us. she said yes yeah. and I said yes to the ring and, you know, I'm going to be missed. That's the other thing that does my head in. All these young women jettisoning their names <laughs> and becoming Mrs. Whatever his name is, which, you know, again, that's not what we fought for in the 70s, let me tell you. Anyway, um, like, this is just ridiculous. I mean, this it, it really did make me absolutely furious as well like what 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 does she want to do she's so disappointed she, she wants him to do it again and she's going to prescribe exactly how she wants it done i mean mm. nobody actually cares nobody cares no, she's well, the only one who cares well, the thing is people do care her peers care she's but got all they? she's all these friends with all these stories she yeah, wants to have her no, own. That's, that's and good. and they do, and you know they, they, I bet you they are she's right they probably said oh where did he do it tell but us all about it, it to me it's a real sign of kind of um somebody's Lack of gumption. If they can't turn, this is who her boyfriend is. Her fiance is he a fiance? Is he not a fiance? Uh, yeah. she this is who partner. he is. That he thought, you know, he acted on his heart. It was spur of the moment. He thought, yeah, I want to do this now. And there was a Chinese chicken curry or whatever. That's a great story. Okay, it doesn't have the. It's not an Instagrammable story because it's not going to make the pretty pictures. But the fact that she can't say, "Yeah, he's gas," like he asked me over the, the the Chinese takeaway. This thing of the beach and the romance and the up the Eiffel Tower and the photograph—that's all very new. It's very modern. It's not mm. something that existed even fifteen years ago. Um, so it's all, it is it's ridiculous. All form over function. Yes, and, exactly. And indeed, like it goes to to when I'm actually, and I don't think I normally use the expression bridezilla but I definitely uh, Sorry, what? flag off the tendency of people to focus more on the the, the, the event of the I am going to get married and that involves a dress a pair of shoes a veil a, big a venue gig, a, three a big day party event. and then all of the attention and these Instagram moments and photographs and albums that goes with that rather than the fact that you're actually you know, getting into a relationship that you imagine with this person is going to last the rest of your life. And that the bit is, you know, there's a bit of a kind of commercialisation and kind of crassness around that that makes me vom. But in this instance, I think it's even worse than that because what this person is doing is saying that I am looking at what's actually happening in my life and I'm, I'm not happy about this. I'm not, I'm not, it's not serving me up what I expected because I was unable in some way to control to it, con- to control it, yeah. to communicate it, whatever it is. I wasn't able to let this guy know that regardless of whatever is going on within the dynamics of our own relationship, we need to have a kind of a PR campaign around this, the fakeness of you need to do this somewhere where I can show the two girls. It's all fur coat, fake, no knickers yeah, stuff. It's ridiculous. Exactly. I wonder though. <laughs> At the same time, now in most relationships, when they get to that point, it's in the air. They know yeah. what's coming. They know what's coming that there's going to be a proposal yeah. at, at some point. So this, the, the 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 fact of the proposal didn't seem to come uh, as a surprise to her. She was possibly in. They were in that neighborhood. They were expecting a proposal. She wanted the the, the Instagram proposal. Now that, that that tells me one of two things. Either one, he knows her so little, he didn't realise she wanted an Instagram proposal. Oh, or know two, he knows her so well. He knows her so well. <laughs> he, he cracked up and said, look, just let's get married. Uh, and hope that would do. <laughs> Either way, it doesn't bode well for their relationship, I would have thought. Unless she, yeah. Yeah, unless yeah. she goes up. But the other thing which strikes me is because of her, that, yeah, like the fact that it all has to be very visual and all the rest of it is, did he actually go and get the ring then? Did he propose with a ring over the chicken curry? Or, you know... 
Yeah, or, someone's asking, did he put the ring in the spice bag? Yeah, exactly. Like, where's the ring in this? Ah, like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just, I I just, just yeah. kind of interested to know, Darling, did he actually... Spice yeah. of your life. Yeah. Like, so did he premeditate it by going out and getting the ring and then... See, maybe what's actually oh, happening gosh. is they're just having the preliminary conversation of it. Like, you know, I, I you know, in an olden kind of Victorian mentality. Down on the one knee yeah, job. and it's a surprise. And, you know, I've already spoken to your to father your and he's yeah. consent and all that kind of nonsense. Whereas, you know, with a lot of, say, for example, same sex marriages, the conversation kind of happens organically because people kind of talk about, you know, maybe we should get married kind of thing. Mm. And there's not, you know, whether it's a proposal or not depends on the dynamics within your individual relationship. But the fact of the matter is that you've decided together this is actually an, a, like a thing that's going to happen because to me that feels like a more balanced, equal, uh, power equal, consensual yeah. way of approaching yeah. the thing. Yeah. Going, We're going to decide on this together as opposed to I, the man, have decided in my manly manless that I'm going to, you know, throw aside this chicken curry and I'm going to hand I you a diamond. I get quite turned on by that know. accent of that voice, that <laughs> yeah. deep voice. Manly manly. Sorry. Oh, God, I've never seen Is that, that what heterosexual before. sound yeah. like to you? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's doing it for me. Weird. Uh, uh, a actually... lot of comments about this. The woman needs to get over herself about the proposal. How can that woman be so shallow? Does he know who he's marrying? Run, man, run. Uh, these women are watching too much Kardashians, the Bachelor, yeah, the Bachelorette, etc. Yeah, yeah, they need yeah. to cop on. In time, that'll be a great story. I know of someone who walked into his flat with uh, the plastic shopping bags in hand, then got down on one day and asked his wife of 25 years now to marry him. It's a great story now, told often, uh, says Adrian. Ah, sure, is he an idiot or what? I'll ask her to marry me over the chicken satay. She'll love that. Who needs to be told to make a little more effort? Uh, a listener in Cork says be careful of what you ask for or seek my now ex-husband proposed on one knee atop the Eiffel Tower decades ago I wasn't expecting it at all decades later we're divorced after years and years of domestic abuse Declan speaks a power of sense uh, says that ding, listener. Ding. Power which of is, sense. Yeah, I see the point you're making there. <laughs> Power of uh, sense. Uh, ah, here, uh, don't be too hard on her getting proposed to over a snack box. It's hardly ideal. And I'm certainly no paragon of romance, but I know that. Uh, so, well, it was, it was a Chinese, sorry, Jimmy. Yeah, snack <laughs> yeah it wasn't a snack box. Yeah. Uh, my husband proposed to me outside the men's toilets in my father's bar. I said yes. We're still happily married 30 years later. Love our story. Ah, uh, here, some, not to be morbid now, but some of us have dead boyfriends, which means zero chance of being proposed to in this particular lifetime. Your one should count herself lucky. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my wife asked me to marry her on the 48A a bus on a Tuesday 31 years ago, and I was delighted. Yeah, that's nice. Ah, that's nice. That's you asked uh, your man to the Debs. Yeah. <laughs> How do you uh, know that? I listen to you, Barbara. That's how I know that yes. I listen. It was the 46 oh, April. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she should ask him to ask her again, and then he shouldn't. Surely it's the fact <laughs> he's asked, good. and not now. <laughs> it's all good. done for show, and how the story now. I Yes, I'm a sado single. Uh, Martina says, my hubby proposed to me, uh, down on one knee, of course, <laughs> as I was running out the door to sing at midnight mass. Oh, of I course I said yes and then skipped away uh, and returned two hours later. That was 15 years ago. That's that's actually a great one. Uh, my husband asked me to marry him during Nationwide. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no one else that story. It was bad Nationwide <laughs> that night. She got bored. I also kept my surname, uh, she says. Yay! Uh, another texter says, I have no engagement ring. We were separated due to COVID. We managed to reunite for a month and we sat down and decided to get married. We had to move heaven and earth and turn out uh, inside out 
uh, an upside down and shake it around to get it married and reunite because of the pandemic. I'm so proud of us and grateful we're together. I don't give a crap about the ring or the proposal and neither do our family or friends. Oh, that's mm. nice. So, yeah, yeah, that's I like nice. that. And it's nice to Fair hear people with two people deciding Grounded. their future will together. Yes, that's exactly. like that's what maturing. it is. It's a pragmatic decision yeah, as well. All that romance won't last you five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> right. So we do have to take a break. Uh, the next question we'll be dealing with is how do I talk to a stranger on the bus without sounding stalkery? 53106 is our text number that will cost you uh, 30 cents. Uh, there's so many texts in about the proposal that, you know, I, I'll never get to them all. Though Mim in Cork says, somebody else put, says, if, if you put a wing on it. <laughs> uh, Mim in Cork says, that silly woman should be absolutely blown away by the fact that her man looked at her stuffing her face with curry and still decided <laughs> that he wanted to marry her. There Please. you go. Uh, which is a wise way of putting it. Very now, good. every morning I take the same bus uh, from the same bus stop a short walk from my house. For the past month, there has been a woman who uh, waits at the exact same stop at the exact same time every day. I fancy her a lot. I like her taste in music, which meaning she has very cheap headphones. Uh, I can hear <laughs> it from her headphones if she's standing close enough. I love her style and she's gorgeous. I've been too nervous to start up a conversation, but I wish I could find a way to make a connection with her. She gets on a different bus to me, but I wondered about uh, maybe getting on the same bus as her some morning to try and chat to her and learn more about her. But I worry this might come across as stalkerish. No, really? Uh, <laughs> what, what can I do to break the ice? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, anybody who listens to this lot regularly will know that I normally, we've had a few letters similar-ish to this, you know, people trying to, to make contact with somebody they have the hots for. And I always say, oh, go for it. Better than, you know, to, to, to be refused or for, to crash and burn than to die wondering. Um, and I, I still hold by that generally. But in this case... And it's interesting because when I read this letter, I'm not sure. I have a feeling this is a woman writing about a woman rather than a man writing about right, a woman. Okay. Only because I can't imagine a man out there would think that getting on the same bus as her when he normally doesn't is not going to be anything oh, other than... Oh, Barbara, oh, you haven't met many really? men then. Oh, of course he would. Yeah. No, no I like, mean, like, in a gormless way. Not oh, in a gorm- oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, right, yeah. Because, I mean, that would seriously frighten the living daylights yeah. out of a woman who's seen you getting yeah. on your own bus every morning and then suddenly you'd, you'd change tack grinning like a Cheshire cat and follow her onto... Not your bus, onto her bus. So if you're a man writing this, absolutely, definitely not. If you're a woman, you might get away with that a little bit easier. But even so, I still think... Uh, I still think it's not a great idea. So um, un- unusual for me and contrary to the normal advice that I would give it these matters, I would say this is like go back to old school, you know, just trying to make eye contact, a bit of smile and try and then, you know, throw in, you know, it's a nice day. It's not a nice day. The bus is late. The bus is early. Um, the birds are singing, whatever. And, you know, taking it slow and taking it real old fashioned from that point of view. I can't see any other way around it. Um but I also would say that, you know, whether you're a man or you're a woman uh, and you want to make contact with this woman who you think is gorgeous, be very aware that, you know, if you've been on the same at the same bus stop for about a month and nothing has happened thus far, um, she mightn't be remotely interested, in which case then you've got to jog along and work out are you going to get a later bus or an earlier bus or how you're going to deal with that. I don't feel good about this. <laughs> I don't yeah. feel kind of optimistic about it. He's not in coppers. He, he, you're at the bus stop in the morning. Are you giving out to me now? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm just get, I'm like, I'm in kind of just rolling my eyes at this scenario because I'm kind but of... But you like, can meet somebody at, at the bus the stop bus and stop. you can have the serious hots for them. 
the, the Colleen Jass here is wearing headphones for a reason. Oh. They are weapons. They're like shields. Maybe. Yeah, well, maybe she's just like, you know, loves no. her bit of Adele in the morning. Yeah, kind of okay. Thing. But I mean, yeah, but it's also, it is also like, I have these on. I don't need to talk to my neighbour. I don't need to talk to you. I'm off to work. Don't want to have a conversation. I thought there was adult kids who did that at home. I didn't think they did it outside no, in the real world as well as think, you know, shields. I'm not Ooh. saying that you can't simultaneously, you know, love listening to podcasts on your way to work as well as wanting to use headphones to stop unwanted kind of things. Attention. There's a big thing. This is a big thing about men coming up to women who have headphones on and kind of doing the, you know, mouthing something. So the, the girl has to take her headphones off and, you know, saying something inane like, you know, oh, you'd look much better if you smiled or whatever. You know, really, you know, because it's like, OK, fine. The guy wants to find a way to talk to the girl he fancies. As I said already, you're not in a nightclub or you're not somewhere where, you know, the, the social dynamic is presenting. It's, it's like, this is the space for this. This person presumably is on their way to college or work or whatever. It's not the right time. I agree with you entirely. I that don't know if it's social, not the right time. I agree with you entirely that social relationships can develop at the bus stop and stuff, but they are long term growth. They're gradual. It's thing. Not, yeah, you're it's not, not. You don't want to be a tool and kind of, you know, straight in there and do something creepy. You certainly don't want to get on her bus. Yeah. <laughs> like, what about your job? Where are you going? What, you know, what is this? What, how do you even have the flexibility in your day to decide you're going to have an adventure yeah. that takes Why you Why are you off? late for work? Well, I go on the <laughs> bus with a woman. Following a woman. Yeah. 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 Or, or, you know, I'm not going to go to college I would like today. to think that romances can start at bus stops of and on Of course they can, but they don't start that Fast. It's not fast. Yeah, no, so it has to be slow. Use slow, eye slow. contact. As you say, it's eye contact and smiling. And smiling. That's how you start it. Yes. And eventually... Because I'm so glad I haven't forgotten that. Yeah, but that's what the fun part Phew. is. Mm. It's, a bit, it's a bit impatient though, isn't it? There's a bit kind of... But that's today. Everything is instant fast, gratification, Declan. You know, you know what these young people are like. Left, yeah, right. exactly. I need to know now no. whether you've been matched. And well, it's no. also, I would take your point that if she's got her headphones on and she hasn't smiled or looked at him or her in the months... I don't. I don't think it orders well. I'm telling I you, your earphones are actually they are they're shields. They're like shields. They're, people yeah. put them on because they don't want to engage. And if yeah. they take them off, then you know that's kind of like you know you're. She's t- not interested. That's suggesting no, what you're saying. I don't know that's if she's interested. But it's, yeah, you know, smile and move on to a different. Juggalah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, Barbara and Declan, thank you both very much. You are yeah. listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break. Uh, after that, would your dog cope without you? Yes. Moncrief on News Talk, brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.